You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 36, Client Case Study, from building her body to building her dream. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for investing in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are new, welcome. My name is Shanae and I'm your host. I'm a retired WBFF Bikini Pro. And in this podcast, I bring you holistic solutions for your fitness, your nutrition, and your mindset as you embark on that journey towards your highest self. And today we've got a bit of a different episode. I'm bringing one of my one of my longest clients. Her name is Joe Tacorda and I'm interviewing her. We're just kind of having like a fun and casual conversation um, and kind of just like bringing you through the journey that she's been on with me as her coach um, from being a competitor to one of my assistant coaches to now her own entrepreneur. And it's been such a pleasure to be able to evolve her coaching program as she's evolved And um, I'm honestly like so humbled to be her coach. And so I'm really excited for you guys to meet her. If you've been hanging out with me for a while, maybe you already know who she is. Um, But in this podcast today, um, just tune in. We're going to have a really fun, casual conversation about the highs and lows of competing because she did compete last year and I was her coach through that. The lack of fulfillment she experienced after winning her pro card, her post-competition experience and how she overcame it by tapping into her feminine energy, how mindset makeover in a simple journal entry was the catalyst for her pursuing her secret dream, and she shares what they are. Um, And then last but not least, how she worked through the fears and self-doubt to give herself permission to pursue her purpose. I love this episode. You guys are going to love Joe. It has been um, so fun being her coach, and I love to just share my clients with you guys. Like, you know, I love doing these coaching episodes, but this is a little bit of something different. And um, I hope that by listening to this show today, if you find yourself in her story, that you are also able to give yourself permission to pursue your purpose. Um, You know, it's never too late to change your life. When Joe first came to me for fitness and nutrition coaching, she was 36 and she just felt like... um, you know, she'd been working so hard and nothing was working, but, you know, she was able to really change her body. And then from there, she's been able to really change the beliefs about herself and um, really change her life. So all in all, I've had the pleasure of working with Joe for so many years, and I still do, and I'm pretty sure she's going to be my client forever, at least I hope she is, and um, it's been so amazing to see how someone can change through investing in herself and believing in herself over and over and over and over again. So, um, Two housekeeping things before we get into the episode. If you are interested in working with me, I've got an application link down below. Um, I'm currently um, in the process of interviewing people for a mastermind, so it is for aspiring health, fitness, and life coaches. Um, The details of that mastermind are not done yet, but if you know you want to work with me, let's just fill out the application below. Let's get on a call. Let's talk about it. And then number two, the journal is almost here. I have a link down below again like for a wait list so if you want to be the first to know when the journal goes live um you can sign up for it below and that journal is the 30 days to creating your purpose 
I'm so excited. Um, oh, and then I guess the third thing is if you want to continue this conversation, come and join my community Facebook group. It's called Your Highest Self Clients and Community. It is secret, so you can't search for it on Facebook. You have to either join through the link below or have someone invite you. Um, Joe, who you're going to hear about in this show, um, she's also part of the community Facebook group, and she makes weekly gut health recipes and shares amazing education around it. So um, we've got Fitness Fridays, we've got a book club, Gut Health Mondays. I ask a community question every Thursday, and it's a great place to be if you want to surround yourself with other like-minded women and individuals who are on the journey towards being their highest self with personal development, empowerment, self-love, and growth. Okay, without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the show. Hi, Shanae. How are you? Good. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast. <laughs> I know. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I've already introduced you, um, but in your own words, could you tell our audience just a little bit about you? Um, who are you? Where you're from? What are your passions? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm a Bay Area native. However, I live in San Diego now. Um, and I am 37 years young. I um I, for work from a nine to five, I'm a senior business analyst and I've been doing that or I've been with this company for more or less 20 years. It's kind of insane. Um, but on the side, I, I love to help people. And so um, I'm a coach and I help women create sustainable, healthy lifestyles through really developing habits around nutrition, um, training or movement and mindset. And um, I've just recently kind of um, gotten more into gut health. Um, And I'll talk about that a little bit later, but uh, that's something that I'm excited to bring to the plate in in terms of like coaching services. Um, And then I also started personal training. I've been a personal trainer or I've had my certification for like two years now, but I just started (laughs) training. and it's so fun. Like I, before I was super scared. Um, but now I'm just, I don't know. I love it. It's, it's really, really fun. And the connection that you have with people, it's so different, like online coaching versus in-person coaching. It's so different. Um, but you know, both are very valuable. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally agree. Congratulations on yes. your personal training. I think I'll always be a personal trainer. Like I'll always, I only go in twice a week, but I think I, it will always be a little bit of part of my business because you're right. It's totally different seeing people in person and connecting. Um, and you get like real time feedback right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I love that you are expanding your services and going into gut health. Um, so as the title of this podcast is, I really wanted to talk to you about how you went from building your body to now building your dream. Um, like I said, in your intro, you've been actually one of my longest online clients. And we (laughs) (laughs) we first started with just like regular lifestyle and fitness coaching. And then we moved into, um, competition prep coaching. And then from there we've moved into more like mentorship and mentorship. Yeah. Mentorship and like 
more life coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was hoping that you could give us a little bit of a background on um, what got you to decide to compete in a bodybuilding competition and what were you hoping to get out of it? Like what really sparked your interest in doing a, a bodybuilding show? Especially because you had never, you, you, told me you never aspired to, right? No. Oh my gosh. No. I mean, when I started coaching with you, I just wanted to find balance in my life. Um, I was just feeling in a stagnant place in terms of my body. I was working out and I thought I knew what I was doing with nutrition. Um, so I reached out to you and then, um, your coaching was a pleasant surprise. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you, you go to you thinking that, um, you're, getting coaching for nutrition and training, but underlying all of that was just your, your mindset coaching that I didn't even realize was happening, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but really that is the foundation of it all. And so you helped me uncover my potential. Um, you helped me uncover the courage that I had and the confidence that I had and all these things that I thought I didn't have. Like, you're like, no, 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 you have it. You just haven't experienced it. Like you haven't developed it. Um, and I want you to know that like you kind of gave me permission to, to branch out and like think bigger. And I, um, you know, was just going through your Instagram, even before I I reached out to you and I was like, wow, she's in all these competitions and holy shit. Like I've never, um, in my life been that dedicated to something where, um, I can get such an amazing outcome. And so I was like, well, let me see if I can do that, you know? And so really it wasn't, it wasn't for me to get this lean toned, amazing body, that's a plus. I mean, I mean, it's amazing that you can do that, but, um, it was more so to prove to myself that I could finish something. I could freaking complete something, (laughs) um, that was hard, you know, or not hard, but challenging, Mm -hmm. um, challenging on your body, challenging on your, your mind more so I would say, um, I wanted to find that confidence that you saw in me that I hadn't yet seen, Um, I, I wanted to just also like, honestly be front and center because I have never done that. I've, um, told myself the story that I was just a shy girl and that I was always in the background. I didn't want to, um, be center of attention, but I was like, no, I want to, you know, be, a girl. Cause I've always been like a tomboy and stuff like that. I was like, I want to be a girl. I want to wear a pretty dress. I want to have my hair. Yes. And I want to be proud of what I've done on a stage just by myself. You know, I mean, you do share the stage with other people, but like you do have moments that you're on the stage by yourself and it's the most amazing, um, scary, but exciting feeling ever. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't actually heard like the whole story before. Yeah. And I, I think actually, 
A lot of people can resonate with that. I mean, even like Vaughn, another girl that competed with you last year, another one of my clients, same thing with her. She was like, I want to be feminine. Like, I just want to feel this femininity of wearing the bikini and, you know, getting the dress and dressing up and hair and makeup and all that, which is like the whole reason why I did so many shows. That's like all I was there for. Um, So, (laughs) but like, so throughout your competition prep journey, you did this really from a place of empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing she's failed to mention everybody is she won <laughs> first place and her pro card at her very first show. And that's an amazing achievement. Um, not a lot of people do it. It's, you know, such a huge accomplishment and it's such a huge win for working so hard. Yeah. Um, so you felt all of that. And then kind of what happened after, like, did you, were you able to stay on that emotional, not emotional roller coaster, but that high, like, did that, did that high serve you? Um, everyone experiences post-competition so differently and, mm-hmm. you know, some people, um, can stay on that high and it goes on and on. And then some people like me, like I burned and crashed a couple of times. Um, what kind of happened for you, especially cause you came at this from an empowerment perspective versus like getting lean. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. That's a really great question. Um, I'm just thinking to show day. Um, I remember when they, <laughs> I look back at videos now, um, when they said that I won my pro card, I was just bawling. Um, I was just crying because I was so, so proud. It wasn't about the awards. It wasn't about like anything else. But at that moment, I was like, you freaking did it. Like you finished something, (laughs) you know? Um, And that was probably like the highest high. So I I feel like I didn't really experience... um, all the emotions that maybe another person who achieved those things may have um, felt. And that kind of got to me afterwards. Um, I was like, wait a minute, how come I don't feel fulfilled? How come I don't feel like more joy from it? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there was a lot to celebrate. Don't get me wrong, but there was something missing. uh, And I, and I, was confused afterwards. Um, and that's from like an emotional standpoint, but in terms of like my day-to-day operations, I didn't know how to stop being like a robot. Mm. That also, um, kind of made me even more confused. Like I didn't know who I was anymore. And I struggled big time because I I couldn't not go to the gym. Mm. I couldn't not let go of macros. It still controlled my life. I could not enjoy myself fully because I felt like I was doing something wrong. I, um, I couldn't tap back into like my feminine energy. Um, and if you could explain that, cause you explain it way better than I can. <laughs> um, yeah, but I couldn't tap into my feminine energy again. And like, like I said, I, I didn't feel fulfilled. Um, I was like, well, how does this help other people? Because for the longest time, I remember when I got my first tattoo, my second tattoo, uh, my tattoo artist was like, what do you want to do in life? And that was the first time someone ever has asked me that. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I want to help people. I don't know how, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what I can do, but I want to help people. And he was like, you know what? It'll find you. If that's really what you want to do, it'll find you. So don't worry about it. I was like, okay. Um, and so that was missing, like, which is crazy. Cause that was years ago. And I was like, he's right. Like, I don't have fulfillment in it because I feel like this didn't really help anybody else. Like, yes, I, I was able to, um, prove that I can do something. I could finish it through the end. I had the resilience and courage and confidence, but how does that, um, how do, how can I pay that forward? And I just so confused at that point, but can you explain feminine energy? So people aren't like, what is that? Yeah. It was just like, I should talk. I could do a whole hour talk on feminine energy. Yeah, you should do your next podcast on it. (laughs) So much to it. But I think like the the best way to describe it though is like what happens when you do a competition prep, you have to be in masculine energy. So masculine energy is the do, do, do. It's the planning, it's strategy, it's execution. It's not caring about how you feel and instead just doing what needs to be done for the sake of your goal. And like that's what a competition prep is. And even though we did it, Joe was one of my clients. We did it in the healthiest way possible with, you know, not a lot of, not a lot of cardio and a whole (laughs) ton of food. I mean, like, it's not like or anything, but still the execution of it had to be there. So then feminine energy is the opposite of that. It's resting when you want to rest. It's eating more when you want to eat more versus prep is sorry. No, those are the rest of your macros for the day. And you actually have to eat all of it. I don't care if you're not hungry, you have to finish your food. And I don't care if you're tired, you've got to go to the gym and do the last, that that last workout for the week. So feminine energy is exact opposite. Listening to your body, tapping into your emotions, um, you know, that day doing what your body feels like doing and what your energy has the capacity for, um, versus just checking off the to-do list and the boxes and the items and following programs that have been laid out for you. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of like what real feminine energy is and it's yin and yang, right? We need both. But I think when you do something like a prep, even from a place of empowerment for us, high achieving type a little (laughs) bit, controlling people we just take it a little bit too far yeah absolutely (laughs) but it's totally fine I mean I'm very proud (laughs) it was fun (laughs) that's really fun um so you said one of the biggest struggles post-competition was um not feeling fulfilled for this really amazing achievement because you didn't feel like it was helping anybody yeah 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 for sure oh and on top of that I was experienced like body dysmorphia and I, I just all those things coupled together I I was just left with like you know at the end of the day you want to lay your head down and feel like yeah you know I gave my all today I'm happy I couldn't do that mm-hmm. and that bothered me mm-hmm. Ugh, don't cry <laughs> Okay, let it all out. It was a real struggle that I didn't expect. Because I had such a good prep and it was so healthy, I thought that post-competition would be just as healthy and easy. Mm. Um, And it was not. So I wasn't prepared for it mentally or physically. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Side note, you guys, this is why I've stepped away from competition prep coaching. 
imagine prepping somebody like Joe, having Joe as a client for a long time, you know, working on our mindset, working on our life coaching, working on our personal development. So it's not like what we did or didn't do that could have mitigated post-comp. It's just the reality of what a competition prep is, like the extremity of it, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. And, um, sorry, kilos, like, (laughs) um, so what was I going to go next with that? Um, I think a lot of people can relate to that because I think a lot of people do a competition for, um, empowerment reasons and, um, it could have been really healthy and it could have been amazing, but still struggled with the after effect of it. Mm -hmm. What would you say to someone who is, oh, I just fell. Uh, sorry. What would you say to someone who is in that after period, who had a smooth prep, who had, you know, really great coaches and lots of support, but struggled with the body image afterwards and leaning back into feminine energy? What would you say to them? Um, I would say to them to talk about it, mm-hmm. um, to the your closest people, people you trust, surround yourself with people who will listen and support you. For the longest time, I didn't say anything to anybody because I just kind of pretended, wore a smile on my face. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, you know? People were still giving me praises. And I, I um, didn't know how to share that I was struggling. One, because a lot of people in my circle have never done um, a competition before, anything like that. So I didn't think people could possibly relate. Um but the more I talked to people about it, the more I did get help and I, I did find some peace. Um, I am a huge believer of self-investment too. And so I just went out and, and you know, I was like, I need to find a community of um, other people who are going through the same type of sh- challenges um, who want to come out on top, who want to get through them and not just like shove them under the rug. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, my one advice would just to be to share your struggles with people um, and invest in yourself. Find coaching, find somebody that can help you get through it who's experienced it themselves. Like hands down. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. I see the same thing. I love that. So, um, how did you, what were one of the things that you did, um, that not like one of the things that you did, but like, how did you go from basically this struggle of post-competition, like building your body, doing all this, and then struggling with that afterwards to now where you are, where you are now? Cause would you say where you are now is something that you couldn't have imagined maybe six months ago? Like you didn't think, oh. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I couldn't have imagined this six months ago, a year ago or at all. Um, I just like the competition and just like, I'm sure six months from now I'll be in a completely different space. But, um, I went back to kind of what I said earlier and like whenever I'm in a down, um, just a dark area in life. I've always invested in myself Mm. and that's what I did. I was, that's like the only answer that I know. And I was like, okay, well, how can I do that? Um, and it coincidentally, you had your next round of mindset makeover. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you know, I, 
I know what to do in terms of like physical stuff and eating and training. So slowly but surely, I was able to get that stuff back on track through your coaching, you know, um, and by listening and being honest to you <laughs> about what I was eating, how I was feeling, what I was thinking. Um, you coached me through that part. And I knew that like my biggest struggle was like my, my mindset. And so I really thought you were only going to do one mindset makeover. So I was so pleased to, to learn that you were opening up a new one. And I was like, oh, I'm on board. I'm on board. I need, I need help because I still wasn't tapping into that feminine energy, um, listening to my body, listening to my needs so much as I wanted to. And I, I, I did the self-investment. I, I knew I was worth it. I knew I can overcome it. I just didn't know how. And um, I think that with guidance and proper coaching, like I could get there. And that's what I did. I went through your 10-week mindset makeover and I came out of it a completely different person <laughs> than um, going into it. I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But coming out of it, like you said, I'm, I'm now like, I have that conviction of building my dream versus like building my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to work on that too, because that's now a daily part of my life. But I um, am actively choosing to <laughs> live in this like uncomfortable area that I know like down the line, it'll, it'll come back, you know, like, like you said, ROI. Um, it'll be so worth it because I am getting to help people one person, you know, one person at a time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so how did, how did you find your purpose? Like, how did it come to you? Um, how did it come to me? You asked, well, during mindset makeover, um, you gave us daily journal prompts. Oh yeah. I'll tell you guys. <laughs> I'm one of those people like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to journal right now. Don't tell me what to do. So there's like those things that like (laughs) I notice about myself, like, okay, Joe, you let go of that, let go of that control, you know, this is all for your benefit. Um, And one of the journal prompts that I still do today is like, if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? And so that journal prompt, I, I, I think I wrote like, the longest entry ever. <laughs> Cause like, okay, yeah, if I can't fail, then I would do this. And, you know, coaching came up. And at the time I was uh, helping you and I was your assistant coach. Um, but then I realized like, you know, I think it's a story that I'm telling myself that I just want to be a contributor and be on the sideline when I can own it um, have my own spin on things and have my own coaching business. As scary as that was, it never felt more true to me. And and so I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do it. Like, I think the worst thing you can do is not go after something because of fear. And I've done that so many times in life. Um, I've shared in Mindset Makeover with Shanae. She knows about it all, but, you know, um, who's to say I can't do this? If I was able to do a competition and that wasn't really like my true passion in life or true like calling in life, then who's to say I can't do coaching when that really resonates with me? That's 
deep in my heart. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm here for. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I like realized through a simple journal entry that I was trying to resist. <laughs> uh, I, I just learned about myself. Like it's just through your mindset makeover, you guys, you, man, you build your relationship with yourself and you get closer to yourself like no other. It's 10 weeks. It's, it's, um, super deep, but it, it was like the best 10 weeks of like awakening that I've ever had. Yeah. That's like, we cry every week. Oh yeah. I was, the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, not afraid to say that anymore because I think it will repel some people. And I'm really happy that that will repel some people. Yeah. You're not willing to get raw and vulnerable and like let all the ugly parts of yourself be seen, then you're not ready to heal and you're not ready to grow. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Amazing. I, like, I really loved, <laughs> wait, go ahead. I was going to say, I like being uncomfortable, <laughs> even though okay. I don't. And it's funny because before I used to always say, I don't cry. I used to pride myself on that. Like, I don't cry. I'm not the person who cries. Come to find out, like, <laughs> I'm the biggest crier. You're and, as big as a crybaby as I am. And I cry for other people. When other people can't cry, yes. I've learned that I have that, like, superpower of holding that space for them and crying for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah. So I love, I love crying now. <laughs> I love that. What I really liked about your guys' season of Mindset Makeover, I truly believe in energy. I believe in things happening for a reason. Like the three of you that showed up in that last round were really, truly looking for your purpose. Um, no one really, I mean, you guys, everyone struggled with their body image, but no one really struggled with binge eating. No. It, it was mostly around just giving yourself space to be vulnerable, find out what you're truly capable of, and then showing up for each other um, as you uncover like more and more layers of yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. what really matters. Like, yeah, like I should have named your guys' program something different because it's much <laughs> different from like the first round of Mindset Makeover. Um, but doing that with you guys helped me find my purpose. Yay. Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you that. No. But after, after that last season of Mindset Makeover, I was like, dang. I was like, my purpose is in the layer even deeper than what I originally thought. And then after that is when I gave myself permission to step up and be more of the coach that I know I'm capable of being. And yeah. it's beyond fitness and nutrition and body image. And I still love that. And I'm dedicated to helping uh, meeting the people there where they're at, but like there was an even deeper like thing that came out of it. So anyways. Yay, that's incredible. It's like the more you give, yes, let go, you receive tenfold. And that's yes. what happens to you. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. Um, so you said that your mindset was like the biggest, the biggest thing. And <laughs> when you uh, did the journal prompt, yeah. Can you tell us what some of those secret dreams are? Are you courageous enough? <laughs> because when you told me all this, I was like, what the hell, Joe? I told Joe that she's not allowed to work for me anymore. Yeah, I know. Janae was like, she had a meeting with me and she's like, listen. <laughs> I was like, you have way too many goals. You have way too many dreams. You have way too much ambition 
to be my freaking assistant coach. Like this is not going to work out anymore. Like you have so much you want to achieve and it needs to be under like your own umbrella of Francis Joanne Tacorda. Yeah. And it's crazy because I don't know if I would have ever realized that if I hadn't gone through mindset makeover. I don't know. You would have. Maybe it'd just been like yeah, maybe years from now. Right. But on my deathbed, like I should have done this. <laughs> when like all the images come to you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, there's so many. So being a coach, mm-hmm. you know, the things that you do know, being a coach or you did know, and like in the future, having like a training coaching competence camp for children. Um, I also want to <laughs> have like my own sports undergarments line, um, like sports bra, because I hate, I hate, 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 like having to take out the inserts of bras and then putting them back in. Cause it's so hard to do. You have like a hole that's the size of a dime and you have this big old insert that you have to push through there. I hate it. <laughs> and another yeah. for me is like, um, to find like seamless underwear, like that won't show. Um, I can't go commando at the gym. So <laughs> like, I want, I want to find something that suits, um, you know, whoever goes to the gym or you don't have to even go to the gym, but if you wear leggings or whatever, that you really have, um, undergarments that won't really show. Mm-hmm. And ones that like, hold your belly in, or I don't know, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Um, but I'm really into that. Um, what else was there? Oh, dancing, like a dancer. <laughs> I swear to God, I feel like in my past life, I was like a singer and dancer. Um, I think that was, a few, I think that was it. Was there any more? Well, you had one more, but maybe you don't want to share it because it's like a baby in the works. What is that? <laughs> It's the, you know, the, come on. I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, we have it on video. So even if I were to write it down and show you the screen, everyone would see it. Oh, that's true. Um, well, it's a pretty big one. It's pretty one cool thing I too. think of is just like gut health. Um, is that not <laughs> It's not it. I can't believe you forgot your freaking dream. It's so small, right? That I... You I'll know. say one word. Bored? Oh, vision. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. How did I forget this? Okay. I also wanted to create stickers. And from that little idea, I wanted to create vision board packs where... Um, I mean, I'm so into vision boards. And I really, truly believe in, like, the law of attraction and utilizing... Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, so powerful and my struggles with, um, you know, vision boards is just like, it does, the magazines don't have what I really want. So I end up like printing it or having to write it. But if I were able to make like vision board packs for people to use, um, oh, I think that'd be so fun and it would help other people. Yeah. I love that idea. You have to, it has to be put into action like this year. Like you have to start on that. I have a whole year. Yeah, you have to do it this year. Yeah, okay. Your, your ideas. Have you read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert? No, I have the book though. So good. She talks about how ideas don't belong to you. They're little fairies floating around in the sky. So if you don't act on it, then it's going to go to someone else because it wants to be. It wants to come to fruition. 
Right. Yeah. I've always heard that. Like if you've thought something, it's, it's supposed to come to life, whether you do it or not. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can so, think something is possible. Exactly. So, um, and if you don't do it, someone else will, and then you're like, Oh my God, they stole my idea. It's like, no, yeah. you had it and you didn't act on it. And so what someone listening. <laughs> don't take my idea (laughs) yeah well now your your ass is on the line so you gotta do it sure (laughs) yay I'm so excited for you um I love that that was kind of all the questions I had for you I feel like we were able to really kind of lay out how you went from building your body to building your dream um I think though what something we didn't really talk about um was like the fear and the self-doubt and how you worked through that. So could you give us like two things that you do on a daily or weekly or monthly basis that really helps you move through the fears um, to start to, you know, build your dream and, and pursue your purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing that I do is the thought model. And I know that you've talked about it previously you talk about it all the time on your podcast um but I swear it it helps every single time and it's not enough for me to do it in my head because my thoughts will just come back I have to write it out so the days that I like refuse to journal um that suffices as my journaling and it, sometimes it I get way more benefit from it um So the thought model, and then I always remind myself that um, I am exactly where I need to be and everything is happening for my highest good. Mm. Yeah. Love that. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yay. Um, Since you shared your secret dream, I'm going to share one of mine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm hoping that actually when this podcast goes live that people can go and purchase this. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it, right? Okay, yes. I made a Create Your Purpose journal. It's 30 <laughs> days. Yeah, it's a 30-day oh journaling experience to finding your purpose. Um, actually, Finished? Like, it's done. Like, as we, oh. it's at the editor. She's creating the inside. She's creating the cover. So maybe it's not live when this episode goes live, but it should be very, very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You guys have to get that because I'm telling you, from somebody who <laughs> didn't like journaling, yeah, I didn't like journaling. It changed. It changed the course of my life. It changes everything. Yeah. So give it a shot. I like that you kept it to 30 days, um, because it's totally doable. So doable. And I mean, like I had that free download, and a lot of people do it, but I think having something physical will like for mindset makeover, they got journal prompts every day. Yeah. And it was a, it was delivered every day, which then triggered you to like, want to do it. Cause you didn't know what it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so I think having a physical format and it's an experience, it's a journey. So we go from like who you are to who you want to be, to what is unique about you, to what is your unique purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, you really get to learn about yourself hmm mm-hmm. yeah you guys Joe was like in her how old are you I always forget you said 37 and she's just finding out more and more about herself this year yeah <laughs> never too late yeah literally never too late 
Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so last but not least question to wrap up today's interview. Yes. Um, first and foremost, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you um, for how much work you've done on yourself. I have seen you just like flourish and grow (laughs) and you truly embody um, everything you talk about. So you talk about self-investment, you talk about um, you, that's what you said. You're like, I don't know what else to do, but self-invest. That's how I get myself from point A to point B. And I would love to say that the point you are now, I have to say is like point F and I've had the, really the pleasure and the honor of seeing you go from A, B, C, D, (laughs) and um, you've come so far and like the, has it been a year and a half since I've, since we've been working together? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Almost, almost 2018 we started working together. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Almost two years, Um, which is incredible. So I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you for investing in yourself. So and also doing it with me, which is like the tagline of my show. Uh, but <laughs> Joe truly has done it with me. And it's just been such an honor to see you flourish and grow. And I can't wait to see your coaching business get even bigger and for you to open up that training space for kids. Like that's like the best yeah. thing in the world for their confidence. And then like having a side store where you sell your lingerie and your stickers. <laughs> right? Like I can see it all coming to fruition and I can't wait for, for all that yeah. to happen. Um, so I just want to acknowledge you for that. And the last question I have for you is who are you at your highest self? Ooh, that's a good one. Who am I at my highest self? I am somebody who takes the time to listen and ask myself what it is I really need at that moment. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much um, to all our listeners. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a screenshot, post it on your story and tag Joe and I. What's your Instagram, Joe? Joe dot Takorda. Is it dot? I always thought it was underscore. Okay. (laughs) We'll have it all linked down in the show notes for you um, and make sure you follow her and um, shameless plug, join our Facebook group. It's called your highest self community and clients. And Joe does weekly gut health Monday recipes and education. Pretty soon she'll be posting all that content on Instagram, but for now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning and going through it myself. So it's, yeah, it's amazing what you can learn how food can heal yeah and she has been like sharing from her heart all the stuff that she's learning so gut health is something that you are interested in diving deeper into and healing your own symptoms maybe it's bloatedness insomnia acne fatigue um any anything like that food is so powerful so join us in our group so you can get her gut health monday recipes um and just the education and content she shares there And yeah, hit us up on Instagram if you want to talk. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you again here. Yeah, next week, same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. 